What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York Podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yes, good evening. Come on in, USA, Canada, International, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most misunderstood, lonely nomad, unstoppable, independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster of Laurelton, Queens, New York. And you're rocking. And hanging out with me on the 233rd episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast. Live and direct from StreamYard alongside with YouTube and alongside of myself is the podcast show page, Instagram live feed. Make sure you follow the show on Instagram and turn on your notifications so you can see me in action on Instagram live on each episode recording. And I will... And I will get to um, where you can listen to the streaming platforms on the go later on in this in this episode. All right. Without further ado, if you'd like to make a charitable donation to support this podcast, you're more than welcome to actually do this. And you can do this by going to this cash app right here, which is G Money Stacks 555. Dollar sign, capital G, lowercase M O N E Y, capital S, lowercase T A C K Z, 555. Um, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or not. It is, it's all about doing the best you can as a human being on whatever amount of money you decide to choose to donate that you desire will be appreciated. So there you have it right there. And um, also, also, um, you can leave a five-star rating and a review on Podchaser, Podfriend, Apple Podcasts, and alongside with um, Spotify. Of course, you can share the episodes on Spotify as well, as well. So... Don't you worry about a thing. If you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry. Everything's all uploaded to every streaming platform, including YouTube, which is where we go to segue here. And speaking of YouTube, go ahead and grab that subscribe button for me on the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks 555, where you see all the New York episodes uploaded, posted to the YouTube channel page. Tap that noty 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 bell. Noti noti bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. Actually, enable alerts. Okay, let me just say this. Enable alerts while you're tapping that noti noti bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream and alongside with leaving a like and a comment along with the episodes. Hold on. Yeah, sorry about the plane, folks. Um, all right, let's keep going here. 
as I was saying before um, the plane was rolling by, um, I was saying make sure you you enable alerts and tap that noni noni bell so you be reminded of when the show goes on the air via live stream along with the reminder of the time of the recording. Um, leave a like and a comment along with the episode topics. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. And also, may I add, make sure you listen, stream, and watch the episodes in case you miss any of the episodes. Don't you worry. And be sure to download the episodes, share the episodes, especially on Spotify, especially YouTube, and anywhere else where you listen to podcasts. And, of course, be sure to be sure to. Tell a friend to another friend, and I will handle the rest on where you can listen to the podcast episodes later on in the show, all right? And now, and now we're going to get to, we're going to get to some transit news and stuff, man. So let's get into it right now. Um, And um, yeah, yeah, let's do it. New York Mass Transit Files right now, man. Let's do this. Yes. Um, Yes. Our first transit transit news topic that we need to get into has to do with um the mta and speaking of the mta on amny.com yes so here's what's happening here the new year has brought a renewed focus on two major mta issues restoring ridership and increasing public safety. Those aren't new priorities for us. Indeed, we've been working hard on both fronts since the slamdemic began almost three years ago. What's changed recently is we've made significant progress. Final counts for the year show the subway the subways carried 1 billion riders in 2022. The first time the system hit that benchmark since 2019 represented an increase of 240 million customers or approximately 40 percent over the previous year we celebrated the milestone at the 161st 161st street yankee stadium station shortly after our lucky one billionth customer sasha sasha salazar came through the turnstiles i was touched by her remarks at the ceremony we had where she talked about the importance of mass transit to all new yorkers it's an essential part of our daily lives whether you live in melrose midwood or midtown and the more people that return to the system the better for the for the region's economy and continued recovery all MTA agencies saw impressive ridership growth last year. In addition to the subway's preliminary data, also shows Metro North 
Railroad is up 65.9%. The Long Island Railroad is up 56.9%. New York City buses are up 13.4%. Access a ride is up 11.3%. The traffic on MTA bridges and tunnels is up 7%. It's an incredible achievement when you consider the, the hurdles standing in, the, in our way. New waves of COVID, the enduring reality of remote work, and yes, concerns about public safety. And um, kudos to Governor Ke Governor Hochul and Mary Adams for le leaning in on the issue time and time again by increasing police presence on subway platforms and trains by deploying new metal, new excuse me, mental health resources, and by helping us expand our robust surveillance camera program. And um, these efforts are yielding real results. In the last 10 weeks since the governor and mayor surged police into the subways, <clears throat> overall crime is down 15% versus 2021. Total arrests in December increased by nearly 50%, and so far overall crime in January is already down by more than 26% compared to the same time last year. Still, we, we know we're only as good as our last week, so we won't be easing up on safety initiatives anytime soon. It's important to continue investing in the network, not only as it pertains to safety, but on the capital side as well. MTA construction and development obligated a record $11 billion on new projects last year that will bring our infrastructure into the 21st century, improve the customer experience and advance equity for decades to come. Hold on. Yes, $11 billion. All right. Um, yes, uh, let's see, where was I? Okay. Um, century but none of that matters unless we get our operating budget in order it it no longer makes sense that we should rely on heavily on fair revenue from our customers many of them working class new yorkers to balance the books we need a funding model that includes new steady sources of revenue from the city and state government i've said it i said it what seems like a million times public transportation is a necessity like police fire and sanitation governor hoka called the mca um the lifeblood of the region in her state 
of the state address. We couldn't agree more, and we're hopeful to see proposals emerge during budget season in Albany that change the model to benefit all New Yorkers. Um. All right. So up next in transit, um, new chapter in the Grand Central Madison. All right. So the first Long Island Railroad train to Grand Central um, Terminal arrived deep under the east side Wednesday morning, finally realizing a decades-long dream to bring the LIRR to the transit hub and signaling a new chapter for transit in the New York region. The Grand the Grand Central Direct Shuttle train left Jamaica, Queens at 10.46 a.m. on January 25th, carrying Gov Governor Kathy Hochul, MTA Chair General Lieber, and 900 other commuters, MTA officials, and rail fans hoping to catch the historic ride traversing the the railroad's tunnel under the east river the train pulled into grand central madison terminal some 17 stories below manhattan 21 minutes later at 11:07 hold on End quote. My message to New York is come see this amazing new facility, Lieber told reporters after ascending with Hoko from the train platform on one of New York's longest escalators. We love Grand Central. It is the temple of mass transit, and now it has a new chapter. The 714,000 square foot, 1,000 foot long terminal directly below Grand Central is the first major new passenger train terminal in the United States in 67 years, Hochul said. And the first major expansion of the LIRR in more than a century. For its first few weeks, Grand Central Madison will only host the shuttle to and from Jamaica intended to allow riders to get acquainted with the new terminal in the new no excuse me the in the coming weeks though when schedules are finalized the terminal will enable a 40 percent increase in train capacity capacity on the LIRR and save about 40 no excuse me 30 to 40 minutes off the commutes of long islanders heading to the east side who presently have to go all the way to Penn Station only to shelp to slap shelp back east to get to work. Um, in quote, for our communities, the, the people we represent, the ones we care um the most about, we are giving them something that's precious. Um, we're giving them time in their lives said hoko as a mom i know extra 30 30 to 40 minutes to be back with your kids helping them pack the lunches do the homework at the end of the day maybe even taking care of yourself a little bit
Uh, sorry about that. Had to make sure the plane went by. Um, all right, so this is all a gift. The project also facilitates a more seamless, seamlessly integrated rail network throughout the New York metropolitan metropolitan area. Now, someone traveling from Long Island to Westchester County could take the an LIRR train to Grand Central and transfer in the same facility to a Metro North train instead of hiking it from Penn Station to Grand Central. Very interesting concept right here, um, which is very new for a lot of New Yorkers. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So work is currently underway. Work is currently underway on, on another mega project to bring the same capital capabilities to Penn Station, constructing new Metro North stations in the Bronx and bringing that commuter railroad into the west side um, terminus. Taking advantage of that integration, the MTA is promoting its newly 24-7 city ticket, charging riders $5 to travel between commuter rail stations situated in New York City, even if the trip involves a transfer between the LAWR and Metro North at Grand Central. Wow, $5. All right. Um. Yeah, so riders traveling outside the five boroughs can use a combo ticket, adding $8 to the base fare to transfer between commuter rail lines and travel throughout the metropolitan area. $8. Yes, so, um, in quote, I think it's great that we're expanding our transit network says sterling tahada a brooklyn resident marveling at the new terminal wednesday morning it will benefit so many riders especially those from long island they will actually save time they wouldn't really have to transfer to a new excuse me us to a subway to get to the east side so this cuts time this is a really good investment. The governor said her Wednesday morning ride went pretty smooth, but the road to this moment was anything but. Um, in quote, she says, um, it was quite a journey to get here. I'm not talking about the 22 minute ride from Jamaica station. I'm literally talking about something that started under eight of my predecessors, predecessor governors, Hochul said. It's been nine governors who've who've worked to get to get this accomplished. People lived and died, never seen this come to fruition until now, until this very moment. Transit wags first floated bringing the LIRR to the east side way back in 1963 before the MTA even existed 
A new tunnel under the East River was completed in 1972. But with the city's fiscal health on the brink, civic civic leaders abandoned the project and it lay dormant for nearly three decades. Hold on. project was revived in the 1990s with plans to connect the tunnel to the LIRR right away and Grand Central and in 2001 MTA officials estimated it would be complete by 2011 at a cost of 4.3 billion dollars wow and here we are right now And um, but the mega project became something of a mega boondoggle, suffering, <laughs> suffering from chronic mismanagement, frequent construction delays, and massive cost overruns under numerous leaders in government and at the MTA. Hmm. Delays. Jeez. Jeez, man. Yeah, that that right there, you can't have any delays, man. That's that's a no-no right there for me. Hold on. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to lower it because of the planes um, flying by my house. You know what I mean? Anyway, man, that's a no-no for the MTA with delays and stuff, man. That's a no-no right there for me. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Let me see. Who's that? All right. Um All right. So, the final price the final price tag more than a decade late sits at around 11.6 billion dollars, one of the most expensive infrastructure projects in American history. Wow. Wow. Just wow. Um, okay, so, <laughs> yeah, so, as some of the state's most powerful officials, powerful officials, um, both Hoku and Lieber, to an extent, took ownership for the project's chaos as it finally, con- finally came to fruition, 
but even more so the two spoke of one another as political soulmates of sorts brought together by destiny to restore order to a mess of legendary proportions proportions hold on All right, um, let me see. Yes. When Lieber took the helm of the MTA's construction division in 2017, he said government government officials he spoke with said to me in my early days at the MTA, don't waste your time. Don't sully your reputation by becoming too associated with East Side Access. Lieber ignored them. He tore the project apart and put it back together again and pledged repeatedly to get it done by the end of 2022. He said a grace period of three weeks was warranted at the opening plans were snagged by a family, no, excuse me, a faulty fan posing issues for the terminal's ventilation. Lieber said that core lessons had been learned from East Side Access that the MTA has already internalized for its current and future mega projects from the Second Avenue subway to revitalizing Penn Station to making the entire subway system accessible for those with disabilities. They include don't balkanize work into dozens of separate oft overlap over overlapping, excuse me, overlapping, excuse me, um contracts and instead utilize design build to consolidate work and create accountability. Have a total detailed schedule itemizing every piece of work that needs doing. And don't be afraid of painful but temporary service shutdowns, shutdowns to quickly complete work on projects improving service long-term. The governor who brought Libra on as chair and CEO full-time last year had a simpler takeaway. Bring in General Lee a lot earlier. Hold on. Far from being a laughing stock, the pair said that current and future mega projects will be will be seen as an international model of efficient capital work in a dense urban core. Pressed by AM New York Metro, Hochul said New Yorkers can expect to be riding one of the most ambitious projects she championed. The inter 
the Interborough Express, a new light rail line connecting Brooklyn and Queens on a much speedier and more cost-efficient timeline. 25 years from now, we'll say we've been riding the IBX for a long time, said the governor. It is a ma- Is it a major project? Yes. It is going to cost money. Yes. I am, af- I am afraid to lean into it and make commitments. No. This is what we do. This is how we change the trajectory of the state. We identify projects that improve people's lives, make it easier to be a New Yorker. That's what this is all about. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, man, I want to make some. I want to make some noise. Um. Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. I want to make some noise because this is very, 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 very important and interesting to actually to actually um have mega projects and then get it done. So this is very, very, very cool of Kathy Hoko and of course um you know the NCA doing their part. Instead of worrying about instead of worrying about fair hikes and stuff, how about worry about the people in the communities? You know what I'm saying? So I would have to I would like to make some noise for the MTA. All right. So, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right. Let's get into our next segment, um, which is called the transit. No, hold on. Let's get into our next segment, which is called chatting all the jazz. And unfortunately we got a passing and it involves Barbara Walters. So, Let's get into it. Chatting on the jazz, man. Let's go. All right. Um, unfortunately, we have a passing, and it involves Barbara Walters. Um, I'll fill you in on what's going on with that one right there, though. Um, in a, in a sec. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, um, Barbara Walters. Okay, here we go. And this is according to TMZ, and and of course. Barbara Walters, one of the biggest and most recognizable news anchors in the world, has died.
Yeah. Okay, so um All right, so we're told she died at at her home surrounded by loved ones. Barbara had been in declining health for several years. The legendary ABC broadcaster passed away Friday in New York City. Barbara had receded from public view the past several years, opting to live a private life. She hadn't been seen out and about since at least 2016. Barbara's 60-plus year career was in part catapulted by her covering no, her coverage of President John F. Kennedy's assassination in 1963. She came on air to report on the story alongside anchor Hugh Downs, giving a man on the street perspective from New York City. Of course, she went on to become one of the longest serving journalists in the game, first working for NBC's Today Show as a writer and researcher researcher and working her way up in the network through the six through the 60s and early 70s eventually becoming the first female co-host in 1976 barbara jumped over to to abc landing a job on the their evening news program she was the first woman to anchor a network news show but her co-host was not having it and it made it made success almost impossible not long after she became a fixture of a regular contributor and the the eventual co-host of the network's 2020 news magazine program and appeared on the show for decades some of her biggest interviews were featured on 2020 as well as other shows included which included notable face-to-face convos with folks like Catherine um Hap- Hepburn, Fidel Castro, Monica Lewinsky, Michael Jackson, Patrick Swayze, Egyptian President Anwar Sadat, Oprah, Shah Mohammed Reza Pahlavi, China's ex-security of the Communist Party, um, Jian Zemin, Vladimir Putin, John Wayne, Mike Tyson, Barbara Streisand, Lucille Ball, Muhammad Ali, Fred Astaire, Henry Kissinger, Ringo Starr, Walter Cronkite, Willie Nelson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Christopher Reeve, Hugo Chavez, Tom Cruise, Anna Wintour, Justin Bieber, Syrian Prez, Bashir al-Assad, and every single american president the list goes on and on and on and on if you can think of a famous person barbara probably interviewed them plain and simple her achievements go well beyond just that though walters also co-created and co-hosted abc's popular daytime talk show the view which became one of her main focuses professionally after semi-retiring from hosting 2020 in 2004. She stayed on The View through mid-May 2014 and continued to make guest appearances after her official send-off. Barbara's final on-air interview with Donald Trump for ABC News in 2015. Her last public appearance was 
Reportedly in 2016, she hadn't been seen since much since then. The last time we got her on camera was in 2014 when she grac graciously signed autographs. She'd been married four times and had dated some very high-profile people, including notorious McCarthy-era attorney Roy Kahn, Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan, U.S. Senator John Warner, Senator Edward Brooke, Pulitzer Prize winner Robert Neal Butler. She had one daughter with Lee Goober, Jacqueline Dina Goober. Barbara was a staple in pop culture, too, often portrayed on SNL by several different cast members over the years. She also once spoofed herself by appearing on Weekend Update. She was inducted into the Television Hall of Fame in 1989 and received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 07. Barbara has won countless daytime and primetime Emmy Awards over the course of her career, as well as many other lifetime achievement accolades. Barbara's publicist, Cindy Berger, tells TMZ she lived her life with no regrets. She was a trailblazer, not only for female journalists, but for all women. Um, Barbara Walters was 93. So, so sleep in power, rest in power to Barbara Walters. All right. Um, all right. So let's, um, Let's try to lighten shit up, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, actually, there's more. Actually, there's another terrible news we got to get to, and this is pertaining to, and this is pertaining to Apple Music. This is pertaining to Apple Music. Let's get into it. Okay. So, a New York man filed a class action lawsuit against apple on december 24th alleging that the apple watches um blood examiner has a racial bias against individuals with darker skin tones the blood oxygen the blood oxygen app is available on apple watch series six and newer and can measure the oxygen level of your blood on demand directly from your wrist, providing you with insights into your overall wellness, Apple explains. New York resident Alex, Alex Morales alleges that he purchased an Apple Watch between 2020 and 2021 and was aware that the watch purported to measure blood oxygen levels and he believed it did this without regard to skin tone, according to the lawsuit, which was filed in the Southern District of New York. The lawsuit further alleges that the during the coronavirus slamdemic, researchers confirmed the clinical significance of racial bias of pulse oximetry using patients' records. What the hell? What the hell is going on here? What is going on here? What is going on here? That's the question. <laughs> That's the question I got here, man. Like, really? Really, though? 
Yeah, I'll be I'll be mad too. You know what I mean? I would be so mad if it, if it was if it was to happen to me. One moment. Oh boy, that right there, that right there is just—it's just despicable. That's some despicable shit, man. For a company like that to do some shit like that, yes. So for decades, there have been reports that such devices were significantly less accurate in measuring blood oxygen levels based on skin color. The lawsuit reads: the world significance of this bias lay under unaddressed until the middle of the coronavirus slandemic which converged with a greater awareness of structural racism which was which exists in many aspects of society hmm okay so there's more to this story actually so let's we're gonna keep going on this so Apple did not immediately respond to a request. Um, hold on a minute. Hold on a second here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That ain't what I saw. Hold on. Hold on. Let this load. Um, not exactly what I had in mind. Uh, let's see.
All right. Um, Apple did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday. The tech company notes on its website that the blood oxygen app is only designed for general fitness and wellness purposes. Oxygen, no blood oxygen app measurements are not intended for medical use, including self-diagnosis or, or cons consultation with a doctor. Apple writes. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Okay, they really need to get their shit together, man. That that that's some foul shit that they did. That's some that's some major fucked up shit that they did. I'm sorry, but like to use bias and racism to 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 to, to talk about a person's skin tone, like I don't like this shit has been going on for quite some time. But you know, I'm not even gonna waste my anger on this shit, though, man. Believe it or not, I, I'm I'm not gonna do that because what I'm gonna do to this story, what I'm going to do to this story is going to be in the fucking blender. And, um, <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man. Okay, let's see what else we got on the agenda on what to talk about next. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Okay, so let's see. We continue rolling toward full recovery. I right, wait, 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 wait. 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 Um. Yeah, I uh, did not even see that coming. <sighs> Wait. Um. Let Let me cover that one right here. MCA continues. Um. Recovery. All right, let's see. Um, let me take a look here. Uh, oh yeah, I covered that already. I covered that already. Um, okay, so our next topic has to do has to do with uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Just a minute. All right, our next topic has to do with the the resolution, the resolution to squashing the ground beef between Romeo and Master P. So let's talk about that one right there. Um, let's talk about that one right there. Um, this one was crazy. This one is a crazy one when I saw this on on the gram so 
All right, so, and this is from Hip Hop DX. Master P and Romeo Miller are entering 2023 as allies, not adversaries, after squashing their feud. The father and son duo became embroiled in a bitter and public back and forth in the run up to Christmas, with both men airing out their grievances with one another on social media. But as 2022 came to a close, on Saturday, December 31st, Master P and Romeo came together to hash out their differences and leave their issues in the past. In an Instagram post welcomed by many of his 2.1 million followers, Romeo shared a photo of him and his father embracing each other after no while, revealing they had very hard conversations in order to mend their relationship. Um, in order to be used, you have to be willing to be misunderstood and humiliated, humiliated sometimes, he wrote. I'm willing to fall on my sword for mine. It was never about parent versus child or this false narrative or that. It was about doing whatever had to be done for the growth of my family. Today, December 31st, me and my father, Master P, had very hard conversations, ironically, outside in the rain. But in order, in order for my generation to grow, that communication has to be had and reciprocated on both sides, the good, the bad, and the ugly. No matter the journey ahead, our family can truly begin to heal, and I believe many others will use our story as an example to learn from. Romeo ended his message by paying tribute to his late sister, Tatiana Miller, who passed away in May 2022 due to an accidental overdose writing, what a way to close the year. Um, um, Vivri, um, live, love, and forgive. Um, Master P shared the same photo on his own Instagram page, along with a message emphasizing growth, self-accountability, family, unity, and a focus on the future. Happy New Year. New Year's 2023 is all about forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Pressing forward the goal. Philipp Philippines 313, he wrote. As a parent, I'm growing, taking self-accountability and educating my family and the next generation. He added, love takes growth and forgiveness. Seek God first and everything else will fall into place. Of course, um, by Romeo Miller. Um, and to all of my kids, we all we got. Meek Mill, Ludacris, Busta Rhymes, Deion Sanders, Isaiah Thomas, and Lena um, uh, wait were among those who applauded Master P and Romeo's rec reconciliation. Love this, Buster wrote in P's comments section while Ludacris suggested they should frame this photo. My dad dead, I hated seeing that. Meek added somewhat mournfully. Master P and Romeo's feud began when the latter appeared to call out his father for posting about the recent suicide of DJ Steven Twitch, Steven Twitch boss, but allegedly ne neglecting Tatiana's mental health struggles. Today was a boiling point. He wrote in an Instagram story, I seen a man avoid his own children's struggle with suicide and depression, but post another man who, whom passed, who passed today that he doesn't even know. 
Y'all idols be lost. Better stop following the blind. Watch when it's revealed. Romeo continued to take shots at Master P in a poem titled The Tree of Trauma, in which he posed the questions to his father, such as why is it that I'm soaring and my siblings are not? And how come it took my daughter being born to finally realize that we have blindly been feeding the enemy? The No Limit Records founder hit back at his estranged son, accusing him of being ungrateful for the upbringing and opportunities he provided him while telling him he won't tolerate disrespect. This new generation of kids need to stop blaming their parents for everything. How do they think they got to where they are without their parents making sacrifices for them? P responded on Instagram, mental illness is real and so many families are tragically affected by it, especially when there is added trauma like death of a loved one. After advising that social media isn't a good place for healing p turned his attention to romeo son i love you stop trying to get people to feel sorry for you and let's come up with a solution he wrote you can talk you can come talk to your father and your family like a man you have kids too no family is perfect but together with god we can heal and get through this um and um the caption read i wouldn't wish this on no parent, especially when you try to do everything you can for your kids, Romeo wrote. What's the plan? You are either part of the problem or the solution. I love you and the door is, is always open for you, but I won't tolerate disrespect. I haven't talked to you or seen you in months. God knows I've tried to do my best. The fight continued to unfold on social media with Romeo accusing his father of rebuffing his attempts to reconnect with him, portraying an image to the public that is false and withholding earnings from the family's rap snacks brand. Master P, meanwhile, labeled his son entitled and spoiled while claiming his grief his grievances were about money, not Tatiana's death. So this is a recap of what happened, though, man. So I'm actually glad that they actually squashed this shit. So, um, so nobody else on social media can actually see this because this is just, um, it's just the, you know, you hear about, you know, you hear about people on social media, especially Black Twitter, who are basically trying to play a narrative on things and as far as like people's situations and stuff. So that's why I'm not on Twitter because because of all that and the whole Elon Musk shit. So that, that to me is just not something I really I really want to um endeavor. So I'm glad they squashed their beefs, man, the ground beef. I'm really glad they did because you know you know it you know it is what it is, man. They're not enemies, they're, they're allies. So pretty much that's what it is, though. So there you have it. Um, all right, so let's see. Let's see what else we have on the agenda. Okay, so also we need to talk about logic, man. And this episode is, is titled Logical Sense. So let's talk about logic. Yes, so here we are. So 
Logic makes a statement on hiphopdx.com, and here is what he has to say. Logic has shared some views on rap, explaining that he doesn't see it as a contest because he wants everyone in the game to succeed. And a new freestyle title, like a playwright, delivered on Instagram, Logic donning a bathrobe spits about how he's a rapper by day, but a dad by night, and that everyone should spend time with their families this holiday season. And yes, that's that's fucking dope that he wrote that. Logic known for telling stories like a playwright, stay black brothers and sisters is how we stay right. Logic raps. It's, it's that midnight marauder shit flow seamless over the beats it's kind of like a partnership i never even thought of it because see for me it's not a contest i want all my brothers to win all my brothers all my brothers to win yeah and the new the new rep also hears logic shout out his son bobby who he's been teaching to produce over the past few months the maryland rapper posted a video to his instagram back in november that shows him hand, handing a drum kit off to his his two-year-old son whom he welcomed in 2020 with wife Brittany noel just press these here logic says to his boy in in the clip who is toying around with the different buttons just the colors baby three six mafias juicy j was seemingly impressed with what he saw hopping in the comment section to inquire about purchasing a beat from Logic's son. Man, man, th that's dope. Tell little Bobby I need a beat for my new album he wrote. Logic's latest Instagram bars comes after he rapped on his North American Vinyl Verse tour with, with Wiz Khalifa earlier this year. The tour kicked off on July 27th and concluded in St. Louis, Missouri on September 2nd. 24K Golden DJ Drama fed the God and C. Castro also appeared at numerous stops along the way with Burner and Ruby Rose performing on a few select dates as well. The tour was in support of Logic's album Vinyl Days, which, do which dropped on June 17th and features appearances from Action Bronson, Russ, Currency, RZA, AZ, The Game, and others. The project marked his final Def Jam release, which he left earlier this year in favor in a deal at BMG that would allow him to own his masters. The move to BMG serves as Logic's first label change since dropping his debut album under pressure on Def Jam in 2014. There's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit in the music industry. Logic said of the move in a statement. I'm just glad to move on to a place where I can be independent and respected as an artist, and feel and feel like I'm in control of my career. Meanwhile, Logic recently recruited Grammy Award winning singer songwriter Nora Jones to help him. Excuse me, with an acoustic rendition of his hit song "Fade Away." 
The rapper joined Jones on her Nora Jones is playing along podcast um, where the, the pair spoke and created intimate stripped back versions of the rapper's tracks. Of course, the video for the a, a video for the rendition of Fade Away was released on Tuesday, December twenty seventh. Um, you can check out the video on you can check out the video on there too, on YouTube. Fade Away was the third single to appear on Logic's blockbuster sophomore effort, The Incredible True Story, which debuted at number three on the Billboard two hundred and was eventually certified platinum by the recording by the recording industry association of america and we got some more logic news but let me make let's make some noise for logic and and his longevity career and for being an independent artist we need more independent artists especially especially um that's in their music career the same way we need more independent podcasters you don't want to be under a damn contract man knowing that knowing that they sh- they'll shit on you you know what i mean so that so that's just how i feel about this though so that so let's get into let's make some noise right here And more logic news that we got to get to right here in the logical sense episode right here. Um, logic hits the studio. Logic is no stranger to working with some of the finest names in movies and TV, but his latest non-musical collaborator may may catch even his biggest fans by surprise in a video uploaded to instagram on saturday december 31st the maryland bred lyricist gave fans a sneak peek at a studio session with actor rain wilson who's best known for playing dwight schrute in the office my man is making beats right now and he's really snapping logic says in a, in the clip before turning the camera to wilson who can be seen tapping away on an MPC in the rapper's home studio as a jazzy boom bat beat plays in the background. Okay, MPC. For those of you who may not know what that is, I'll look. It, I'm gonna look it up right now so y'all can really get a better understanding of what this is. So, okay, so what does MPC stand for. Let's see. Okay, so um, MPC stands for marginal propensity to consume is a component of Keynesian macroeconomic theory and is calculated as the change in consumption divided by the change in income. Ooh. Yeah, but wait. But in Urban Dictionary, the Urban Dictionary version, let's get a look at the Urban Dictionary version. So NPC, so a person who disconnects from society and or relationships with other people 
they have no social value and contribute nothing to society when they become an NPC. Becoming an NPC has no time interval. It can last for five minutes or in worst case, worst cases, even a lifetime. Oh, wow. So I don't know about all that, but no. So, okay, so wait a minute. So NPC. So NPC, okay, so an abbreviation of MIDI Production Center, a line of samplers sequences designed by a Japanese company, Akai. The NPC has become very closely associated with hip-hop and many producers claim to use an NPC. Interesting. Interesting. That's very interesting right here, man. Um, okay. Okay. So that's yeah. So an NPC, that's that's what NPC stands for and what the definition pertains to. Okay, so an NPC. All right, so here it is. You may be black, logic jokes to which Wilson replies, right, with a comedic shrug. Look who stopped by to cook some beats. The Bobby Tarantino rapper added in his caption, playing off the white's love of the vegetable in the popular NBC kick, the popular um, NBC sitcom. Logic and Wilson's unlikely cook-up session was met with excitement by some of the former former's rap peers, such as Lex Luger, Nems, and Made in T.Y.O. Wow. Fire emojis. He's definitely my fave on The Office now, Luger commented on the post. While Nems added, my guy Dwight, legendary. <laughs> um, Logic isn't the the only Office fan in hip hop. The White Shroot has also been referenced in songs by Paul Wall, Michael Christmas. <laughs> Michael Christmas. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Wow, that's funny. That's funny and interesting right here, man. Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, Michael Christmas and Das Racist. <laughs> oh wow, while Childish Gambino, Post Malone, and Lucky have name dropped Steve Carell's character Michael Scott. Das Racist, really, really though. Like, you got to be kidding me, man. Really, though? That sounds, that sounds really, 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 that sounds really weird. Oh, no! 
Okay, I don't know why you would name yourself that, but that's <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely an epic fail right there to name yourself that. That's an epic fail right there, man. To name yourself Daz right Daz racist. Come on, son. Like really <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous right there. Oh my gosh, man. Hold on one second. Okay, two of the names that's very, very weird to me. That's very weird to me is Michael Christmas that really had me laughing, and then that's racist. That's crazy right there, man. So, anyway, while it remains to be seen whether any music will come from his studio session with Rain Wilson, Logic is still looking to work with more conventional names. Yeah, conventional. Yeah, conventional conventional names sorry back in november the 32 year old revealed he's down to do a joint album with producer extraordinaire the alchemist um of course um at alchemist is one of the greatest pro producers of all time it would be an honor he tweeted in response to a fan asking about a potential collaboration between the two um al we could finish an album in a weekend brother let's do it logic has also teased a full-length project with madlib which has spawned a handful of early singles but as he told apple music's zane low last year the bandana beat makers inability to remember the samples of course um owing to a shrooms trip <laughs> has put the brakes on its release Oh my gosh. Do you know what happens when you, do you know what happens to a person when they end up going on shrooms and shit like that? It's not just because they're not gonna remember certain shit though, man. But one thing I know for sure when a person's on shrooms or whatever edibles, whatever it is, whatsoever, <laughs> they end up crashing and burning, man. Oh, and um, <laughs> oh man, and um, <laughs> and um, and um, oh boy, yeah, that too. Okay, one more, one more, one more sound effect to play. Oh my gosh. One more sound effect that I want to play too. Hold on a minute. Hold on.
Yeah, sorry about that. Because of the plane. Yeah, let's hear this one more time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. I'm sorry, man, but I had to do it. I had to do it though. It's just to make a point about people being on shrooms and they're not gonna remember everything. They're not gonna remember shit though. <laughs> Oh man. Oh Lord, that's funny right there, man. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Yes, so in quote. In quote, um, we did not no, hold on. We did that in a weekend and Egon. Um um, Alipat Madler's former business partner sent me basic every Madler beat that he's ever done. He explained. Hold on. All right, before I continue this, man, shout outs to the to the crew from Pick Six with with Noah and Nick. They have a podcast going on right here. Make sure you check them out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or any other um apps where you get your podcast right there. And also follow them on Instagram as well. I guarantee you probably get their point of view on some um on some athletes. So check them out. Check out their episodes. So there you go. All right. So um, <laughs> um, let's see. I mean gigs and gigs and gigs from 2005. I went through and made my perfect album of all my favorite beats. Then I just rapped on them all. He continued Mad Lib comes over and he's like, yo, Bobby, this is crazy. I was, I was like, really? You like, you like it? He's like, I love it. I'm like, wow. He's like, there's just one thing. I don't remember any of these fucking samples. We can't clear it. I was on Mushrooms 15 years ago uh, when I made this beat. I don't know. Oh, wow. Wow. And I mean, wow. <laughs> oh, man. How the hell you don't remember? That's funny. That's the funniest shit that I ever fucking heard in my entire life, man. Just now. Oh, man. So, um... 
One album that didn't suffer from behind-the-scenes delays was Vinyl, De- Vinyl Days. Logic star-studded seventh studio album, which arrived in July 2022. The project was re- recorded in just 12 days and marked his final release on Jeff. Final release on Def Jam Records, with whom he had been vocal about his frustrations over the years. End quote. That's my favorite part. I'm off Def Jam, he said on Logan Paul's impulsive podcast. Um, you can check yeah, you can check out that show as well on every streaming platform. Following its release, I made that album so I could leave. And guess what? I left them with some of the dopest shit I could give them. It's not like I just wiped my ass. What I am excited about, I'm excited to be independent. I'm excited to do my thing. He added, in quote, I'm really happy to know that I represented the low key was the face of the label, one of the illest hip hop labels of all time, and that I sold millions and millions of records and gave them billions and billions of streams and that it that it was a good partnership. And I couldn't be happier to get the fuck out. Well, yes, so um yeah, so let's make some noise for Logic leaving Def Jam and doing his thing independently. Hmm. Um, let's see. Let me see. Some explosions is going to be in order. Um, let's see what else we got on the agenda in this episode. We gotta talk about. Um, yes, very last two topics we gotta get to is the weekend. Yes, yes, the weekend. Yeah, we need to talk about the weekend and his uh, and his anniversaries. Um, 
<clears throat> so, so here's the weekend, according to Hip Hop DX. Um, the weekend looks like he might be ringing in the new year by celebrating his 2022 album Dawn FM ahead of its one year anniversary. On Wednesday, December 28th, the EXO vocalist shared a music video med medley with his 17 million Twitter followers featuring candid moments from his sp sprawling after hours till dawn stadium tour. It appeared at first that the weekend was simply creating hype for his moves in the new year, as he tweeted, EXO about to fuck up 2023 along with the two-minute video. However, he also responded to a fan reply in the conversation thread, seemingly teasing the, imp the impending arrival of the music video for his Dawn FM album track, Is There so Someone Else? To be specific, Abel responded by tweeting, I feel, um, hold on. <clears throat> He says, in quote, I feel, is there someone else, is there someone else music video-ish to the fan account who inquired about how he felt about his After Hours follow-up project in light of its upcoming January 7th release anniversary. Um, and um, while an official release date for the is there someone else visual has yet to be revealed the news of the arrival of its ads yet another exciting layer to what has been another banner year in the illustrious career of the weekend in addition to the recording industry association of america awarding the canadian singer a diamond plaque for his 26 2015 single can't feel my face one of my favorite songs abel was also celebrated for his achievements outside of music after being named the recipient of the 2022 alan straight human alan alan slate humanitarian spirit award for his continued dedication to social activism work the weekend also managed to take his talents to the big screen as his new single nothing is lost you give me strength helped ramp up the hype of the director james cameron's latest blockbuster fantasy film avatar the weight of water soundtrack which the movie is still number one in the box office um now it appears all that there is left to do for the weekend is finally line up a collaboration with intergalactic MC Kid Cudi. Cudi discussed the potential collaborations on Twitter, explaining that The Weeknd and Tyler, the creator, most likely won't work with him. Cudi said that regardless of them not happening, there are no hard feelings. I think the question is, would they ever work with me? Um, Cudi replied to a fan question about collaborations. And I doubt it, especially Tyler. Believe me, I've asked. Abel 
Abel's the homie, though, but I think that ship has sailed. It's all good. And, of course, in other the weekend news um, that we need to get to, um, another, another one is, so, The Weeknd has released a new horror movie-inspired music video for Is There Someone Else? To celebrate the one-year anniversary of his recent album, Dawn FM. On Saturday, January 7th, the EXO vocalist released the cinematic visual, which appears to rework the sinister plot of the 2000 film American Cycle, starring Christian Bale into a stylish and promiscuous tale of love and suspense. Ahead of the video's release, the weekend, the weekend took to Twitter to express his excitement for the one-year anniversary of Dawn FM. Dawn FM turns one tonight. List the best tunes. Go, he tweeted. Of course, you can watch it on. You can check it out on YouTube, on his page. Retweeting a tweet from Buzzing Pop, the weekend also acknowledged another new achievement after becoming the third artist overall and first black artist in Spotify history to have 10 songs each with over 1 billion streams. Last month, The weekend celebrated a, a, another milestone, this time for his hit single, Blinding Lights, which recently became the highest streamed song on Spotify in history after reaching the threshold of more than 3 billion streams. Additionally, the Recording Industry Association of America awarded the Canadian singer a diamond plaque last month for his 2015 single, Can't Feel My Face, making The Weeknd the third solo artist and fourth artist overall to achieve four diamond certifications. He is currently tied for second place on on the all-time list for most diamond plaques with Post Malone and Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Imagine Dragons. Oh wow. Oh, that's a, that's another funny one right here, man. Oh my gosh, man. What is with everybody in their weird nicknames, man? That I swear, man. So <laughs> Oh man. Oh my gosh. Weekend is also the first Canadian artist to score at least four diamond plaques, while his fellow Toronto artist Drake currently has three. Elsewhere, the Canadian hitmaker has managed to take his talents to the big screen as his new single, Nothing Is Lost, You Give Me Strength, helped ramp up the hype of director James Cameron's um, latest blockbuster fantasy film, Avatar The Way Up, The Way of Water soundtrack. And yes, it's still it's still number one in the box office. But wait till Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania comes out. It will knock that shit out of the number one spot. I can't wait for that shit to to happen. And I am going to review that for my other platform that I do on a 
weekly basis, which is Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast Review Show. If you haven't heard any of the episodes over there, please feel free to listen on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, of course, very important. And, of course, you can watch on YouTube as well as other streaming platforms as well. So there you have it right there. And uh, that's about it, man. That's about it right here. So, um, all right. So that's about it for um, episode 233. And we're going to get into a very last segment of the night, which is going to be, which is going to be stream choices on, stream choices on the go, man. Let's get into it right about now. Yes, you know what to do for everyone that's listening. If you're in the New York area or any other state, whatsoever, international, wherever you're from, whatsoever, you like what you heard in today's episode and along with the topics and stuff like that, please feel free to show some love by following Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram alongside with my sports podcast, which is excellent fun vibrant talks podcast the sports edition show i just recorded episode 55 be sure to check that out tell me what you think about the sports topics and how you feel about them and alongside with our meticulous vile juice podcast the review show and myself included which is g money stacks 555 in queens new york is my primary handle on the gram so turn on your notifications so you can be in the know on which episodes are going to be dropping. And as a reminder, the ep- the episodes are going to be dropped on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, even though I may have skipped certain days because of certain, certain stuff that happened with my other podcast episode recordings. So um, with that being said, um, yes. So um, if you go to the link in bio, where it says link tree slash G money stacks 555. You're going to see a whole list of audio streaming platforms where you can see, where you can see, um, where you can listen to the episodes. And by the way, you can leave a voice message on anchor.fm slash G money stacks slash message. All right. So, and speaking of anchor, this is where you can listen to the episodes you can listen to the episodes of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on these streaming platforms. And make sure you subscribe to all of them. And of course, share and all that and comment and all that other stuff. Starting with Anchor, we are on Audacity, Audible, Audio Burst, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Play FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Bay, Pod Friend. Pado Polo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. You don't need a credit card to download. You don't need a credit card and debit card to download um iHeartRadio. Radio. 
and all that great stuff right there. And make sure you follow my other podcast shows that I do on a weekly basis, including this New York podcast show right here. Make sure you follow my sports um my sports podcast, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks Podcast, the sports edition show. And make sure you follow Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast Review Show. That's also on there as well. And, of course, finally, but not least, make sure you grab that subscribe button on the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks 555, where you see all the New York episodes on there as well. In case you miss any of them, don't you worry. Everything's all there. It's all good. It's all gravy. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes with the, and topics. And, of course, Click on the noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream along with the time of the recording and when it starts. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes, whatsoever. And, of course, download the episodes, share the episodes, especially on Spotify, especially on on um, iHeartRadio and, and everywhere else that I just mentioned. And... And of course, be sure to be sure to share the episodes, share the videos. Of course, download the episodes, of course, which is very important. And and of course, um, listen, stream, and watch these episodes, whatsoever. And um, most importantly, most importantly, make sure you tell a friend to another friend. Spread the word. Word of mouth is important. And, of course, be sure to be sure to be sure to be sure to share the link along with the order stream platforms on on the list. And when you click on the link, it's going to have a a whole list of all your streaming platforms and stuff like that, including YouTube. Make sure you download. Make sure you download these apps onto your, onto your iPads, your Android tablets, your and your iPhones, your Android phones, alongside with your Mac and Dell laptops, Mac and Windows softwares, all right? Any version of the Windows you have, um, download the apps onto your laptops as well. So there you go right there. I appreciate every single one of you for listening to me on the 233rd episode, um, Logical Sense, which is dedicated to logic and... And I'll see y'all next time. And I hope and I hope y'all had a good weekend and everything else. I know I know Friday and Saturday has been a little brutal and all that crazy shit whatsoever. But you know, next week it's not gonna be in the teens, it's gonna be in between the 50s and the 40s. So I still um dress warm as you can so you don't get sick. Make sure you have your, your scarves, make sure you have your gloves your winter hats and all that great stuff right there. 
And if it's in the 40s and 50s, you don't necessarily need to be layered up with, with thermal sweaters and two pairs of pants. So most likely you can rock one pair of pants. So there you have it right there. And uh, remember, the grind is a stop. Hard work pays off. Trust the process. And um, and if you want something, you have to work hard and you have to earn it. New York wasn't built in a day. It takes time, and you and you have to have confidence in what you and what you love to do, no matter no matter who supports or not. It doesn't matter. So so and don't worry about the fucking haters either, because that's. <laughs> That right there, I'm a, I've been dealing with with the fucking shit for like years now. So um, I'm already, you know what I would do, you know what I would do to the to the fucking haters and shit, man. I would have to I would have to put them in a fucking blender, man. I'll put them in a blender and make a smoothie out of it. With that being said. I'm going to do this right now, man. And this is pertaining to the ignorant haters out there, man, who tried to get me. And for those out there on social media with all the fucking bots and stuff. So you are going to be in a blender. So let's get into the blender part. This sounds more fun, actually, man.
right. Um, also, remember, remember, um, look, look for something and find something that makes you smile and makes you happy creatively, mentally, physically, and spiritually. While you are on your P's and Q's, that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision. All right. So that's going to do it for me, man. I'm off this shit. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in. And of course, to all the people, to all the people out there that's been listening and getting the listens up, especially on Anchor, especially on Spotify, everywhere else that you listen to podcasts or whatever, you chose. You you could have listened to any podcast show whatsoever, but you chose to listen to this New York podcast platform, and it it really gives me all the energy, all the joy that I can do and be all I could be as far as being yourself. Being yourself is very important as a podcast content creator. Um, you know, don't try to be somebody that you're not. Very important. Find your voice. Follow your goals and dreams and all that great stuff right there. And, um, and yeah, I'm up out of here, man. I'm off this shit. Thank you. Peace and one love. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your week. Be careful out there. Be safe out there, especially on trains, especially anywhere else you're trying, you're trying to go to whatsoever. And don't let any creepazoids hit on you, especially to all the people, all the all the particular women out there who experience um, creepazoids messing with them, try to walk fast as fast as you can. All right? That's my tip right there, man. I'm off this shit. Thank you. Peace out. Good night, everybody. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. 
N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.